Welcome to Do That Well. I'm your host, Brenda Brown, and with me in Southern California, Karen Thrall. It's me. Say hi, Karen. It's me, Karen. That's my first line. Next week, I'll give you the second line of the song. I'm waiting with bated breath. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Today on Do That Well, we are going to discuss small talk. So what is small talk? What's the difference between small talk and a just a conversation. Why do we need small talk? What, you know, scenarios in life are small talk going to come in handy for you? And today's topic was inspired by myself because I do not consider myself to be somebody that is very good at small talk. I love a conversation, but small talk is something that I still struggle with and it's a muscle that I need to continue to grow. And I came to Karen because I consider you, Karen, to be somebody that is very good at small talk. Wow. So I thought, what better topic for us to explore than one in which we are polar opposites? Which is really (laughs) interesting because you're actually a very curious person. You're so engaging. When we have our conversations, you are right there, very present. And so I would assume, I would naturally assume that small talk would be very easy for you. We're going to find out. (laughs) Well, see, even then, though, you said that I am curious in conversation. Hmm. It's not the same as small talk. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Which leads us to our first part of the episode today, which is what is the difference between small talk and a conversation? Where are those lines drawn? Okay. So the first thing I would say for conversations, which which you love, there is this um, commitment, it matters. Like the words being talked about really matter. So if in small talk, it doesn't matter as much. It, you, you don't have to be part of that conversation to make that conversation amazing. Nobody has to be part of that conversation. It's, it's just a lot of filler. So a small talk is a lot of filler space, but doesn't have a lot of substance. Um, you could say, oh, I went to the store and bought a bath mat. You did. What store did you go to? Like, it doesn't really matter. A conversation would be, by the way, did I tell you I'm renovating my house? Oh, really? Yeah, and we're just working on the bathroom, and we're trying to figure out what colors, but it's been a lot harder than I thought it would be. Now you're in a conversation because it matters. And if that's the first thing I would say, small talk doesn't matter. <laughs> so if people, when you hear people go, I, why are we talking about this? That's a big line. Like, why are we talking about this? Okay, you know, that's Right. That's a great question because really, why are we talking about it? But that is small talk. (laughs) Small talk. (laughs) Well, and so, you know, I'm over here like me, me, that's me. Why does it matter? (laughs) Because for me, if, as you said, with a conversation, it's something that matters to you. It's something that's important. And I think for me, I am I'm a person that doesn't necessarily even want to give my input or I want to interject unless I feel like it's something that's really pertinent or something that I am really curious about or something that I, you know, feel like I have something to bring to the conversation. Mm. And so, you know, I've recognized, though, that there are these times in life where small talk would benefit me. For example, in the professional world, When I am working with somebody that's outside of my company, it's important for me to build that rapport. So I can't jump on a call with somebody and go right into, what's the update? When's that order going to be ready? I mean, I could, but it's 
it would probably rub somebody the wrong way. It seems a bit mm. curt. Whereas if I can ask them how the weather is and get, you know, some rapport going, then I feel like that goes further. Mm-hmm. Or when I'm meeting new people, if I'm in a if I'm at a party or a setting that's, you know, a little more lively or social, I think that small talk is really comes into play in those sorts of settings. So that's where I also see the differentiation mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. small talk. I think, yes, as you said, Karen, I think in all of those circumstances, that content doesn't matter as much. Like no one really cares what the weather's like, yeah. but we all ask. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's a starter. Yes. It's a starter. It's a, it fills the space. There's a few things about um, small talk that's really cool. And I I found on the internet one little two-word explanation, which I thought was like, that is awesome. It's a bonding ritual. A bonding oh. ritual. And um, believe it or not, Wikipedia was great on studying small talk. I, it was so insightful. And then it got me going on all these tangents. And every culture around the world has a form of small talk to begin the conversation. And it's in that small talk, you're finding out, are you friendly? Are you personable? Would, are you interested in relating with me? We're trying to figure out connection and relatability. That's what's going on in the small talk. It's just the warm up to see, do we like each other and can this go somewhere? So it's that element of surprise. And, and you, I know this has happened to you where you've been introduced to somebody and there's instant chemistry. The joking is familiar. The conversation flows easily. And you're like, oh, wow, I really like you. We should go for coffee or whatever. That was because of small talk. So that would have never happened if small talk didn't take place. So if you think of it, it's a bonding ritual that we all do all over the world. And there's little etiquettes to it. You know, there's little ways of doing it. And, um, and but it's it's meant to be informal. Um, it's meant to be um, without a lot of aim, a lot of focus. It's not supposed to be like that. It, it's tangent, a little bit more tangent. And men and women are quite different on how they do it. Uh, like, or maybe the, the feminine version, the masculine version, depending, you know, are, are a little bit different. But yeah, it's, it, is, it is the start of something new. It is the start of a potential relationship. I like that. I like mm-hmm. this idea of it being like a ritual. Yeah, isn't that cool? A bonding ritual. Very cool. Of course, the next thing that we want to know then in this conversation is where do we start? Mm-hmm. Where? How do you initiate small talk and what what are some of those starter moves for us? Mm-hmm. I think one of the things I would encourage um, is I think some people perceive small talk as someone who's very entertaining, gregarious, outgoing, life of the party. And so the pressure that people feel that I can't do that, like someone just bounces into the room and they captivate the audience and they got everybody laughing and joking. That's not small talk. That's just a gregarious person. That's someone who is entertaining and funny. Um, small talk is always a sign of respect for one another. When, when you initiate small talk, you're actually initiating a, a level of respect for the other person. So I think that's a good differentiator for people to realize no one's asking you to be gregarious, loud, life of the party, 
the funnest person in the room, the funniest, the best storyteller. It's just you're showing respect by initiating a starting, a warm-up conversation. So I wanted to throw that out too. Uh, my favorite, I got to say one of my favorite small talk faux pas or my favorite small talk uh, awkward awkward moment is the movie Dirty Dancing, the classic where she goes to the dance, you know, behind the, you know, the, where the, all the workers dance and she's carrying the watermelons. And did you see Dirty Dancing? And I, so, I have, but okay. I can't recall the scene. So she walks into this, the dancing, it's nothing like she's ever seen before. And Patrick Swayze comes up to her and he's like, what's she doing here? Cause she's, She's a guest. She's not, uh, you know, she doesn't work there. And she goes, I'm, I carried, I carried a watermelon and she got, she didn't know how to have the small talk. And she goes, I carried a watermelon. And then he kind of walked away and she just went, Oh, I carried a watermelon. And it's those, I think it's a great picture of what we're afraid is going to happen. If we start talking, we're going to have this, I'm going to say something stupid or I'm going to like close the conversation or, you know, I, and I think that's one of the hindrances why people don't even want to do small talk is what if I sound stupid because I don't even like this conversation or the topic. I have nothing to contribute and I just don't want to feel stupid. And so when I think of Dairy Dance, for those of you who are really familiar with the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about, where she just rolls her eyes and just goes, oh, I carried a watermelon. Like, why couldn't I have said something more brilliant than that? And that's not small talk. You don't have to worry about what you say in small talk ever. Never. You never have to worry about what you say in small talk because it's not a conversation. It's just a ritual. It's just a ritual. I like, this, I like this permission that you're giving us because I do think I put a lot of pressure on myself when it comes to small talk. It's almost as if I'm approaching small talk the same way I'm approaching a conversation. Yeah, yes. Right. You know, and I'm thinking that it's of the same importance or that what I say matters, but I like that you're giving me permission to, like, it doesn't, it doesn't need to matter. It can be, it can be as simple as how's the weather down there, mm-hmm. even though I don't like, if you have any other good ones besides <laughs> how's the weather, that's, that, that would be awesome too. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I like this. I like reframing the way mm-hmm. we think of small talk so that it doesn't hold as much value. And I mm-hmm. think if you can let some of that go, then it all of a sudden it becomes more approachable and mm-hmm. less scary. Mm-hmm. I've had people initiate, a stranger initiate conversation. I had no idea what they said. And I just go, oh, oh, and I just smile and go and just wave. I have no idea what they said. and I, But they're strangers to me. And so I just show, yes, you can talk to me. Yes, I will respond. I I have no, I, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I had my earbuds in or whatever, but I, I will let you know that I see you. I'll let you know that, you know, I'm personable and yes, I am approachable. And yes. So this thing of body language, small talk um, has a lot to do with body language. And so the, the first thing I would suggest is focus on your body language more than your words. Um, if you, if you uh, start uh, folding your arms and you show an uneasiness, the small talk, they're going to read your body language before they read your words. So put your arms behind your back and, and do, and then maybe lean on one leg instead of the other and just show a casual, a casual stance. It works. If there's anything that shows uncomfortable or I don't want to be here, then it, people don't know what to do with it. But the bi language is the, the first thing they notice. 
And sometimes people can be really, you know, intrusive in, in your space and you can just go, oh, you know, like you just, <laughs> just, you know, maybe leave a little, do something. But if, that would be the first thing I would say is your body language, keep it open in small talk. And you don't have to say a word, just keep it open and people will respond to that. I like that. That's a good tip. So when you, something you just said triggered this thought for me. I think it was when you said you don't necessarily need to say anything, that if you keep your body language open. So this is another problem that I find I run into sometimes is if you're, let's say you're at a party and there's groups of people and they're all having various, you know, small talk. They're engaging in different (laughs) forms of small talk (laughs) and, you know, you want to be a part of it. What's a way if they're talking about something that maybe you don't like you truly have nothing to contribute to that conversation? Um, what's a way that you can try to interject and find some common ground so that you can be a part of that small talk too? Oh, I, I'll tell you what I do. I guess that would be one tip is um, what are we talking about? Like I just ask, what are we talking about? Or, oh, wow, you guys are wow, you guys are really into hockey. Okay. I know nothing. So talk to me. Okay. Just talk to me, whatever it is that conversation is, I'm okay to not be the one who knows what to say and, and just go, all right. Okay. Like, it's like, you're not, I've got nothing to say. Interesting. Like there's a ways to just body again, your body can just do it for you. And then you just you just, well, cheers to that or whatever, whatever. or whatever. Or, you know, it could even change it and go, you've got such a great laugh. It's something that you're an observer and it's still shallow, but you can just maybe do a compliment. Because the thing is, it's a bonding, I love that, a bonding ritual. So anything you say that shows a level of, of I'm a, I'm an approachable person, I'm a happy person, and I'm I can be part of this is going to benefit, is going to benefit you. You know, the more I ask you these questions, the more I'm over here thinking maybe I'm better at small talk than I thought I was, uh, (laughs) to be quite honest. Yes. And I think what I'm discovering through all of this is that it's not necessarily that I don't know how to small talk. It's that I don't like to small talk. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's other people that are in this the Can same I, boat as me. <laughs> okay, here's something interesting. Uh, I wonder if it's the length of time the small talk takes. I wonder if if the mm. if someone goes, oh, you know, I went shopping. You went shopping, yeah, and I bought this and that. Oh my gosh, I have one of those, and then it just keeps going and going and going. Now you're like, oh, are, are we seriously going to talk shopping? For- I can't do any more shopping talk. That that's that's okay. If you're done with the conversation, you're out. You could say, "You two shoppers, I'm going to I'll talk to you later." And but just on a side note, I have a pair of those too. Okay, bye. Like something where you just you just clock out. And that permission to clock out that this small talk is going way too long for me. (laughs) I don't want to be part of it anymore. That's okay. If you're at a dinner table and the conversation is going a certain way and you're like checking out, you can lean over to somebody else and just start a conversation with them. Because it's small talk. Again, I I can't stress enough. It doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter if you change the subject because it's it doesn't have full deep re- relevance. Think of it when you I mean this just happened I was hiking and I was coming down the mountain and and there was a guy there while well, I turned a corner and I said good morning he said good morning how are you I'm fine how are you good That was it that is full on small talk. Now why did we do that? We why why does anybody do that? That is the the most popular form of small talk in the entire world. What compelled us to have a 15 second conversation about how we're doing? Small talk. What do we do? It's a ritual bond. It's just a ritual bond. And if it goes on and on, like I wouldn't have wanted to talk longer than that. That's all I want. And that's all he wanted too. But imagine, and this is what they say when small talk, okay, here's something maybe for the people who love small talk. There is a time, there really is a time limit and how far you get into the conversation. That's also a thing. You've got to pay attention to, am I, am I dominating the conversation too much now on something that's nonsense <laughs> or just not really that important? That I would say to small talkers, to pay attention to how long you're allowing the conversation to last because now, now I don't think that's for you, Brenda. I would say that's for the people who are dragging it on too long. That's something for them to be mindful of. And that might be nerves, might be just nervousness, chatting. These are such good tips, Karen. I'm, I'm over here like playing scenarios in my head of when I can utilize this material here. But it's good stuff. And I, again, I do want to just mention again that I really like for this episode, this reframing of small talk mm-hmm. so that it's it's this ritual bonding yeah. that it doesn't matter. Like, doesn't I matter. think that I think those points alone for me really changes the way that I am, you know, putting small talk on this pedestal (laughs) for myself. And I, I'm seeing that it doesn't need to be as difficult as, as I've made it to be. Mm -hmm. And, and that's the thing. It's, it's pleasantries. It's full pleasantries. Actually, I have a memory of you, Brenda, when you came for training and we all went out for lunch and you were in the center of the, of the table because you were new, new to the team and it was John and Stefan and Adrian. It's even like it was a whole bunch. And you just were laughing and engaging. I remember that. You won. Like you won their, you won them over. You were part, you were welcomed into the team at that moment. That was small talk. It was pleasantries. And you did it, you did effortlessly. You knew like, because it was a ritual bond. You were bonding with a brand new team. And so you went out of your way to make sure you were bonding. And it was small talk. Nothing major. It was just a laughter and, and you did, you were shining. So here's my question to you. What makes you think you're not? And, and I'm going to double question that. This thing about if, if you're not the life of the party does not mean you can't small talk. One, two, if the person is dragging on the small talk too long, that's not free. That's not your problem. That's somebody not being mindful of the environment and how they need to rein it in. So on those two, what would be the, another reason you would think you're, why would you have thought you're not good at small talk? Well, I do think 
it comes down a bit to, honestly, now that we've discussed it and now that you've given me permission to not care and now that you've <laughs> given me permission to to say it's okay if I don't want to be a part of that conversation, like now I feel fine. I'm like, oh, that's all I needed. I needed to be able to think that it was it wasn't as important. You know, I think for me, I bring this nervousness to small talk um, that makes me feel like I'm not good at it. I remember that uh, lunch that you're talking about. And if I recall correctly, it was a while ago. My memory is not that great. But, uh, you know, I remember feeling like it was an effort, though, to have that small talk. Like, Mm -hmm. I have to consciously think to myself, okay, this is the situation. Like, you need to be smile and happy and you need to, you need to joke with people. And, but it's something that I have to think about. It doesn't come naturally to me necessarily. Um, and I think that's because there's a pressure associated with it. I think when I go to engage in small talk, perhaps because of the fact that it's this ritual bonding experience, there's this element of, I need to get it right. No, you don't. Like, but, that, which is a good segue into the workplace where there's a lot of small talk in the workplace and it's truly not about what is being said. It's that you're present. It's that you are enjoying the people talking and you're, you're just listening smiling and leaning on your, and you're just showing you're there. And then, well, Brenda, what do you think? I, I don't know what I think. I've never heard this before. Whatever. That's You don't have to have anything. I I don't know what I think. This is fascinating. It, you can you can deflect those questions, but it's that you're you're physically showing you're part of a ritual pleasantry. You know, you do it, and people listening when like when you go visit when you go home to your mom and dad, you walk in. Tell me your tell me your routine. You walk in the house. What's the first thing you do? Walk in the house. You know, put down my things. Announce my presence. <laughs> and then, you know, maybe talk about the drive or ask what they've been doing with their day so far. Small talk. How was the drive? It was good. We didn't have any traffic. It was a lot easier than I thought. That's that's pleasantries. That is you are creating a bond. And and here's the thing that's really cool and there's psychology studies around it. People are watching the interaction in their subconscious to see if if we're all, if, are we all in harmony? Are we all good? Is this good? So have you noticed in your conversation if someone gets cold or quiet or excuses themselves or does something where you're like, oh, oh, what was that? And that's during small talk. That's during small talk when there's a coldness or reaction or something or they roll their eyes or they sigh and you're like, it, none of that's supposed to happen in small talk. Small talk isn't that at all. Another thing too, uh, well, let me stop there because I wanted to hear more from you about the workplace as well. But the, it, these are things like when you're in small talk in the workplace, it's truly pleasantries. That's all that is required for you in 30 seconds. Nothing else. And when you bring it into the workplace, when I think, think for myself and in my life, obviously not everybody is going to have the same experience that I've had. But for me, I think in the workplace, that's especially when that element of um, 
of pressure, I think, comes in for me. I, you know, it's really important to me that I make a good impression on my peers and on my managers and, you know, colleagues. And so I think that's why that element of pressure or feeling like I need to get it right starts creeping in again. Um, so again, I do really like this idea that I do, I don't, it doesn't need to be that serious. And I think in the workplace, especially, I can see where the body language, you know, tone, things like that are going to go a long way. Um, at the very beginning of the episode, you mentioned that you were surprised that I don't feel I'm good at small talk because I'm so curious. And I do think that at, now that we've discussed more, that seems like a really good thing to be aware of when you're engaging in small talk, like asking questions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Um, let me give you, let me give you another example for the workplace. Socializing is not small talk. And I think what happens in the workplace is people feel hurt when they're not invited in to socialize. So if a group of people go for lunch and you're not included, I think that's where the, the detachment happens. Well, what do you do in that case? You've got to stay connected to small talk. Small talk depicts confidence and a, uh, a lightness. Small talk is pleasant. Okay, So let's say there's people in the workplace and they go off without you and you watch it and you're like, oh, why? Why wasn't I invited? Oh, that's just, do they not like me? And then your mind is, now what do you do? I bet you, you're not going to do small talk. That's for sure. Yes, you are going to do small talk. So you go into the coffee area. One of the people that was there is there and you go, let's say it's me and you go, hey, Karen, how are you? And you're pointing, good, good. Oh, that's good. I like your sweater. Thank you. Okay. I'll talk to you later. You just created a ritual bond. Even though you weren't invited, the small talk can do wonders to camaraderie and rapport in the workplace. Even though you're still feeling, you got to get over that. So, you, know, you know what I'm saying? So the, the small talk has a, a, a really powerful component to it that will diffuse that feeling left out. And thank you for making that differentiation between small talk and socializing because it, it is, there is a difference as you said, because the small talk is just the beginning. It's the thing that leads to the socializing or the conversation or the friendships or whatever mm -hmm. down the line. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. and, and I and think sometimes people approach small talk as if it is socializing or yeah, a conversation. Yeah. So you're bringing the same uh, feeling to it, but it, it's not the same thing. No, it's not. It does not matter. It's pleasantries. I can't say that word enough. It's just, <laughs> and, and that's why like when you walked into your mom's house, that's pleasantries. It smells good in here. What are you cooking? That's small talk. That's pleasantries. When you see uh, an elderly person go, well, good, good afternoon. Can I help you with your groceries? Yes, thank you. Where's your car? Pleasantries. All those things that really don't matter. And you didn't, you know, anybody could have done it. Anybody can be part of this. It's not inclusive. <laughs> I mean, it's not exclusive. I mean, sorry, it's not exclusive. It, that it, has, it has something really special to it. And it's global. When I, when I was studying it, um, uh, you know, just kind of refreshing some thoughts maybe I didn't know and stuff like that. I couldn't believe how globally strong it is. And everybody, ha and the weather is the biggest, it's one of the biggest, most popular topics. And and what they said was, one thing I thought was really interesting, and now this is actually good too for small talkers 
uh, who like to small talk and maybe those who aren't comfortable. If someone says, oh, the sun is shining today, you say, isn't it? It's a lovely day, isn't it? That is agreement. So the other thing that small talk, talk does is it creates an agreement. That's why it's a bond. But if someone says, oh, it's a sunshine today. Oh, it's so hot. I just, why isn't the air conditioning working? That was way too much information. And the bond, no bond was created. So small talk is not necessarily meant for your honest, forthright thoughts. It, it's not. That's not the time to do it because you're not in a conversation. Just go, yes, it is lovely. I've, I've been enjoying the breeze. Something. You find something and all because it is a code to bring in a likability to a person. And you're, you're communicating safety. There's so much about small talk. It's fascinating. There's so much about small talk that creates safety. You're approachable. All these things that make people want to you know, build a community. And that distinction you just made, that's, that's an important one for me. Because I do think I tend I'm, – I'm a pretty direct person, and so I am totally that person that would say, oh, I know, like, the, you know, the AC is not working or whatever. I probably would try and take it there. And so that's a really nice reminder that, again, keep it light. Think about the bond that you're creating. You're not making it into a conversation. You're just bonding. Yeah. And it yes. doesn't matter. <laughs> Yes, it doesn't matter. It is a subconscious form of agreement. Now, in the workplace, another thing I thought was really interesting is knowing when to stop small talk because you're trying to work. So that's where it gets tricky. Unless it's the person you report to, then you take the lead from them. So if the person you report to is wanting to small talk, it's not just wanting to small talk. They are creating some form of bond with you. They're engaging for a reason. If they're engaging at length, they're not just engaging for nothing. There's something they're building with you and like subconsciously. But if it's peer to peer, be really mindful that your small talk, uh, that you're being watched. And so you want your small talk to close out. You know, you want your small talk to be a passing, you know, don't linger too long at the desk. Hey, did you see that game last night? And wasn't it good? Anyways, we'll talk about it over lunch. Like, just remember that. Uh, if you do too much small talk, that's not going to be advantageous for you. They will take note of that. So that would be something else I would suggest. Well, this is maybe one of the most straightforward episodes we've had. <laughs> I feel like the answers are so simple for small talk. Mm -hmm. It's like body language. Remember that it doesn't matter, that yeah. it's just an experience of mutual bonding Yes. And tone and body language and just keeping yourself aware and open, that's that's all you need. It can mm -hmm. really be whittled down to like pleasantries. Yeah. 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 Thank you all for listening as we have explored small talk that it's all about the bonding. Yeah. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>